0: so good morning good morning good morning motherhood mess unfiltered good morning motherhood mess mamas it is good to be alive today and welcome to october the 10th this is the day that the lord has made we will rejoice we will be glad in it and we will be thankful that he allowed us to see another day so I am Coach Janine, the visionary of our podcast group, and today I am going to elaborate and just elaborating on the theme God gave us this month, because you know, every time God gives, up, gives us a theme, he starts working things out that are included with the theme, right? And this month was open to opportunity to witness. And originally, originally, when the Lord said that to me, I had... I had this O&O o thing in my mind. I was like, yeah, open the opportunity. And the Lord was like, I want you to look that up, what O&O o is and what it is in business. And in business, it means owned and operated. And the Lord told me that our opportunities to witness are owned and operated by us, through us, with the Father in conjunction with heaven, in conjunction with a, the forward movement of the kingdom, Right. And so I just came to elaborate a little bit. Just want to talk about a couple of things that George just kept bringing up because we have to be open. All the other things kind of fall in place when we are open to it. You know how we do something and the first thing we say is, uh-uh, ain't doing that. Mm-mm, not today, Satan. And sometimes the answer, God needs our answer to be yes. Because if everybody keeps saying we're not going to deal with a thing, then who's going to deal with it? Right. So God needs some of us to be open, to be able to do some things right. Open to be able to pray over places like Israel, open to hear what God needs to happen in the, I don't know, the, the governments in our own countries. Right. And so um, these are opportunities though, but they're owned and operated by us. And the funny thing is, is this, the Lord reminded me of something that happened, um, back when COVID-19 first hit the scene and everybody was, um, masking up grocery stores became a little bit of a, a, a sore spot for people because it was where you had to deal with people, right? Where you had to be open with the opportunity to treat people with respect and with love, even though we have these requirements. Right. And so, I remember one day the Lord told me to go to Food Lion. And in case you don't know where that, what that is, that is our local grocery store here in Franklin, Virginia. And I told the Lord, I said, I don't want to go to the grocery store. The Lord says, come on, let's go to the grocery store. So first thing is, I realized I was open to first receiving what the Lord said. Let's go to the store, right? And And the Lord was showing me the whole time that there was something I needed to do, but I didn't know what it was yet. And so I told the Lord, I said, okay, I'm going to drive up the food line. And the Lord told me this. He said, I know you need groceries. If you take care of what I need, I will take care of you. And I was like, okay, Jesus, I'm I'm up for a miracle today, you know. And here's what happened. The closer I got to the food line, the more I felt almost uh, a weeping happiness, if you know what I mean. And when I got there, the Lord told me to park all the way in the back at the very end of the parking lot. And I was like, God, what is happening here? And he was just like, just, just follow me, just do it. And so I had to be open to the, to the open to the opportunity to follow the father blindly for a moment in time and just be a vessel. Right. And so, but that takes trust and that takes obedience and it takes, um, learning that what the father has is only good, you know, and not being fearful of what could or should or might, you know, all the, all the iffy words, all those, right. So I drove to the back of the food line. And when I got out of the car, I almost started crying because I could feel the force of heaven with me. Right. And I'm going to explain something about that force in a minute. And when I went into the store, the Lord said, you put in your basket, what you need But I need you to pray the entire time you are in there in tongues, right? And so the thing is, it started in the parking lot and I'm praying all the way. And here's what I saw in my vision as I was doing these things. I saw an ocean of angels to my right and I saw an ocean of angels to my left. And I said, oh, snap, the Lord is doing something for my entire city. And I began, thank you, Jesus, I began to weep. Cause I was so happy that the Lord was getting ready to do something for my whole city, but I didn't know what it was. And so when I began to walk through the store and some people who know me know this story, I cry every time I tell it. And I was just speaking in tongues and people were looking at me like I was nuts. And I walked up and down every aisle that I needed to walk up and down in every aisle of the store. And when I got to the very last aisle, I started to choke And I started to cough and I started to feel like something was entering into my lungs and it felt like pins and needles. And I said, Oh, I didn't even know that COVID-19 was in my city. You know, I didn't know that it was this type of attack. I didn't know that it was this type of demonic thing. And so when I got to that point in the store, I rebuked that spirit. And I said, you have no power here. The Holy Ghost is against you. The Father in heaven is against you. You will leave this city in the name of Jesus, right? And I had this moment in time. And I just wept in the store. And when I went to get my groceries, believe it or not, some special person walked up to me. Here's the funny thing. When I got to the cash register and I checked all my stuff out, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, you said you take care of me. And when I did, the groceries were within my bill, were within my range of me to pay. But some loving person walked up to me and said, I got you. And I said, thank you, Jesus, that I followed you into a moment of opportunity to bless my people. And to bless them from you. And somebody feeling the power of the Holy Ghost was open to the opportunity to take care of my groceries. And I said, thank you, Jesus, for this moment in time to know, to see, to feel that even though it was owned and operated by me, it was orchestrated through heaven. Because the Lord knew that I would be obedient because I don't want to go to hell, <laughs> you know? And so I'm not saying that God's going to send me to hell if I don't do that. But, you know, it's it's something I use. God, I don't want to go to hell because I don't, because I'm disobedient. I don't want to go to hell. You know, that's just the way I do myself. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's how I give myself the, the get up and go to do what God has said to do. Why? Because When you have an opportunity and it's a missed opportunity, how many people would have been affected if I hadn't been obedient to God? So I thank you, God, that I am obedient. I thank you, God, that you have given me fortitude to be obedient and you're giving your people the fortitude to be obedient. To what you have put in our hearts. For the people around us. And not just for us. Because the Bible says. Thank you, Sakira, In in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. That you not just save yourself. But you will save the hearers. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Right? And so I had a great opportunity. To love on people. A great opportunity. To save them. Or, or to pray for something. That they didn't even know was in the way. That God saved them. Thank you, Jesus, that you saved my city. Thank you, Jesus, that you didn't allow the food industry in my area to hit pay dirt or po-dirt po or whatever you call it, right? <laughs> so when we have those opportunities in time, there is a force of heaven that operates with us. There is a force of love that operates with us. There's a force of correction that operates with us. Why? Because the father needs his ministers. The father needs his love to infect. The father needs people to show people what everyday life looks like when you fighting the the enemy from the kingdom as you move throughout your day. No, you're not going to have my grocery store. No, you're not going to have my city. You're not going to have my family. You're not going to have those things that God gave to us. We have dominion and we have authority. It is time for us to step up. It is time for us to step out and kick the enemy out of the places he should not be in. That's the opportunity God gave me. A couple of days ago, I had a huge blowout in my family. And that's probably why I feel weepy all the time right now. Because God told me to do a thing in my family. And it caused a huge blowout. But it was over something very, very, very simple. And I t- and the Lord told me this. It may seem simple to your family. But it will let in a legacy of dishonor. And it will let in a legacy of disrespect. into your family to the point where it will scatter you. And that's exactly what happened when I addressed it. And the Lord said, thank you for doing it. Thank you for being the catalyst that allowed me in. And God. sometimes we have to be the catalyst that allows God in and sometimes it doesn't feel good because you have to be that tool that God uses to correct some people and sometimes it just feels like you're doing something so harsh but at the same time When God gave Adam what he needed in the garden, God gave Adam everything. He walked with him, he talked with him, he let him name everything in the in the earth. And that takes trust and love. But God saw deep in his heart that he was missing something. And God sees deep in our hearts, deep in our families. Deep in our lives that some things are missing. What did God do to Adam? He laid him down and performed the first surgical procedure on him. And in other words, God had to hurt him to help him. But when God hurts you, he hurts you so good. Don't it feel so good when he hurts you? Don't it feel so good when he steals from you what you thought you thought about yourself? Don't it feel so good when he comes and it changes your whole life, but you got to suffer just a little bit for it? It feels so good because we learn so much. And we learn that he loves us. When I say he loves us, He wants our families saved. He wants us to kick the enemy out of our houses so we can live the abundant life. He wants us to be open to those opportunities because in the end, it will make our lives so much richer. It will make our gardens so much fuller. It will make our hearts so much bigger. It will make your love so much greater. It is such a force of heaven to be in that place where you are open to the opportunity to ride the wave of love everywhere it goes, ride the wave of hope everywhere it goes. And all you got to do is ride the wave. God will do the rest. Right. And so I bless you. I love you. I thank you for the opportunity for me to even witness to you here. I love every opportunity God ever gives me because he's only good He's only good. It may not feel good sometimes. You know, some of the some of the prophets in the Bible, they ate the scrolls and it made them sick on the stomach, but it tasted so good. God, sometimes what we have to swallow doesn't taste good, but it is. It don't feel good, but it is. It doesn't seem good, but it is. It don't look good, but it is. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to walk with you this way, to walk with the still waters, to walk. And when I talk about, when you talk about still waters, still waters is where things get rejuvenated. Because once it gets back in the rapids, it goes and, it, and it's rough sometimes, right? It's fast sometimes, right? And sometimes we get a little banged up. And and that's okay because guess what? Our armor, the full armor of God that we are given from heaven will protect us. It doesn't mean we don't get hit. It means that when it hits us, the armor takes the brunt of the force because Jesus is our protector. God is our protector, right? And so when we go through these moments where the Father has made you a tool of correction, Or a tool of love or a tool of hope or a tool of peace or a tool of some sort to fix somebody else's crown. A tool of some sort to knock down the building that should have been knocked down 40 years ago. To knock down the hatred that should have been cast out with the person who brought it in or all types of things, right? We have the opportunity to be open enough. Owned and operated through us, through our gifts, through our love, through our talents that God has given us to spread throughout the land. Thank you, Jesus, that you have given us the opportunity. Let our eyes, our hearts, our minds, and our souls be open to the opportunity, no matter how uncomfortable it is in our heart and mind. Father, allow us to see, allow us to know, allow us to walk with you so we can take each opportunity And be able to inject the love of God. Because the only way you spread the love is you got to be open to the opportunity to witness about it. And so I thank God that he has poured in our hearts and our minds. Love, peace, joy, long-suffering, understanding, hope. Because it's, it's who he is. It's who he is. Every fruit of the spirit. Every hope. You know, and so I say that to say, I love you guys. Be open to the opportunity to do the things that God has just given you a drive to do. Be happy to do it. Smile while you're doing it. Sometimes you can't smile. Sometimes when you're doing, you're in that tool of correction. You have to stand and you have to stand firm and you have to be steadfast. Thank you, Sakira, for telling me that. You have to be steadfast sometimes and standing and being steadfast, just like a, when you what does the bible say it says when the enemy comes in like a flood the lord god sets up a standard against him we are the standard against him do not be surprised when the waters come to test your stance right and so i thank god that we were made ministers to stand to be steadfast and to walk in the will of god when he asks us to to witness, to be open to why we are standing there. To be open to why we must go against the grain sometimes, right? So I encourage you, stand. I encourage you, be open. I encourage you, walk with the Father today in ways that blesses everybody around you. Because you are the one who's open to every opportunity to allow the Father To be known and seen and heard in this land. I love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. I'm sorry, your Tuesday morning. Remember, you are the face of God in the earth. You are the love of God in the earth. And you are the hope of Jesus in the earth. Continue to spread his love. Continue to be open to those opportunities. And God will answer god will show up because you did blessings to you may god bless you may god and you know you guys know i love this may god bless you may god make his face to shine upon you and through you and may he give you and let you live and be in perfect peace until next time blessings